Cornell, what's up? Uh, uh, well, since the the room at the inn is empty, I check everyone's pockets to see where the freaking money is. <laughs> Roll a sleight of hand check. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, well, okay, fine, I'll pick pockets. This is, this is, guys, well, guys, we're doing it. We're slowly breaking Nathaniel. This is what I want. 26... 26, you successfully pick the pockets of all the man who is in there. And you come up with one gold. <laughs> one gold dollar. Sleight of hand was the worst investment. <laughs> I, I'd say they should go beat up monsters like I did, but apparently I've irreparably damaged the ecosphere. So, oh man, if we tell, if we uh, something Captain Planet, is he going to hate on me? <laughs> And Kensu, what are you doing? <laughs> Being an ass. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, uh, let's see. I'm going to go check for more monsters because I still want that platinum mail. And Kensu wanders off out of town again. Uh, Zebu, roll a spot check as you're coming out of the uh, fisherman's home. Uh, spot check. I got 21. You see Kensu wandering out of town, weapon drawn, looking for action. Kensu, where are you going? I'm going to see if there's any monsters killed. You did that all day yesterday. I did it all day today. It takes two hours. Not all day. <laughs> I'll be back before lunch with monster meat. Uh, shouldn't we do... Well, just keep an eye out for a, a fog lamp, will you? Fog lamp. Yeah. You can buy them at Home Depot. <laughs> Actually, uh, one of the towns... Hey, aren't, you the, aren't you the guy of fire? No, I'm wind. You're wind. We have a fire guy. He can make fire. Fire gives off light. <laughs> Voila! Portable fog lamp. As you're having this conversation, a young man... Overhears you, comes is there, over. Is there a young man with sharp features? Uh, no, he he doesn't have sharp features. Actually, he has sort of a smushed, flat kind of face. Um, and he's I shall call him Doey. Mismatched clothing, um, and he he stumbles over to you, trips over a, a rock, and says, "I heard you talking about a fog lamp." That's right, Doey. Do you know why we might find one? Well, there's really it's it's only one of a kind, but uh, I I it's saw. A lamp. But it's a fog lamp. It's so much different, completely different. How is it different? It's made out of fog. Tell me, Joey. Tell me how it's different. It's of unique design, and it's very bright. Pierces through the fog like it's not even there. Is it magic? Oh, I would assume so. Well, I'm magic. I would I'm assume so. I mean, you look like one of those guards, but you don't talk like them. And he, he looks at the two of you, and he says, Yeah, you don't look like the typical guards that come through here. But then again, we've sort of started to get friendly with them. You know, They, they give us good business when they come through here, and they, they treat us okay. So, well, not tra- Hey, as long as they're not attacking us, that's fine. We don't have anything to fear from them. But that fog lamp, I saw an Amazonian woman walking off. And I keep saying Amazonian women. It's woman. Just one. Just one woman. I can edit it out. That's quite fine. (laughs) 
I saw her walking away with this fog lamp, and uh, well, she had some warp boots. I'm pretty sure that she teleported back to her hometown. That's some of the things that I was talking about. Now that's way over by Brynmar. I don't know if you've ever been that far away. I mean, it's on the Just other side of Mount Saint. Came kind of hard to get from there. there. Sorry, continue. <laughs> But I don't know if he's ever going to get his fog lamp back. That's just such a far way to go. And then you have to cross through the poisonous swamp. Not the really big poisonous swamp, just the little patch of poison goo that's there by the river. And, uh, well, we have to well and actually you have to cross and... the river too, and that's kind of tough. At least that's what I hear. I've never been out there myself. Don't we have a wise person in our group who can fly? Yes. Don't we, we should make use of that person. Don't we also have a wise person who can teleport? Uh, I think that's me. Yes, you have been to Bryn Mawr, so you can teleport back there. You actually did not visit the Amazon village, or Amazones, and you could theoretically teleport back there and wander off. Oh, okay, can he only teleport by himself? He can, for double the magic point cost, teleport other people. Hmm. Could he borrow Asina's sword of water? He could. If I... Although doesn't... I think one of you has warp boots in reserve. Uh, it's not on me, but I think that one of us does. Check your inventories, folks. You know, it, it'll be next to that gold that you haven't been keeping track of. <laughs> the second page of your character sheet, bottom left. It's probably Asina. Yeah, it's not me. Angie, you have work boots. She got up to get chocolate. <laughs> Getting an apple. Chocolate apple? Just take the work boots and do what you need to. Okay. Well, uh, anyhow, I'm just saying that you have... Uh, your teleportation magic. You Asina can... can also go on her own using the warp boots. Well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying, is that you've got the warp boots, so that's a freebie. Somebody can teleport if you want to go together. Uh, you've got somebody who can teleport other people if you don't want to go yourself or if you want to bring the whole party or whatever, um, and you can also teleport yourself. you got plenty of magic points, and you got warp boots, so however you would like. Well, personally... Are the warp boots used up after one use? Or... Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right, and then you'd have to get back. <laughs> so you could either buy more warp boots or True. pickpocket them. We'll see. Uh, before we do any of this, I'd like to go visit the castle. Okay. So as you're all figuring that out, Zebu says, chill, chill out, you guys, see, and wanders over to the palace, which uh, the door is locked. The front door is locked. Oh. But I'm... And there's nobody around. There's nobody guarding the front door. The palace is just locked. Uh, wait, hold on. Oh, I knew. I, I considered getting more points in open lock. <laughs> uh, would this be possible to pick this lock? Uh, you could try it, but it, it looks like it It may not just be locked. It might be barred on the inside. Uh, let's try it anyway. Uh, I got 15. Nope. Cannot unlock this thing. It's a big double door. Thanks. Uh, well, I think I'm going to... Burn through it! Burn through it! I, I'm not... Can I blow a tornado at it? Uh, you can try. Okay, uh, I charge up to... Oh, do I want to spend level three? Hmm. Nah, whatever, I'm going to give up and I'm just going to go uh, to the shop and I want to sell this giant chunk of gold that I have. Okay. You go to the pawn shop and the soft-featured woman with that crazy big hair uh, smiles at you, and she says, Oh, hello! Come into my shop. Do you have something to sell? This is a pawn shop, after all. Yes, I do. Uh, I like your hair. It's very big. Thank you, but you can't sell it to me because I already have it. Oh, I was going to pickpocket that from you. 
Uh, well, anyway, I have this very large chunk of gold that I found up on the mountain. Uh, I was hoping to get rich quick off of it. <laughs> you know, I heard someone passing through here who said the exact same thing. Wow. Uh, so how much do you think I could get for this? She says, that looks like a solid 50 gold to me. Okay. So she takes it off your hands and hands you 50 gold. Okay. Uh, I relinquish uh, control to the other characters. She smiles, takes it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm still thinking, duh, yes, your, your other characters take their money. However, they're all over the place now. Yes. So have we resolved the situation with the warp boots and the teleporting? Uh, no, what do we want to do with that? Isn't there a hidden passage behind the woman's hair? <laughs> <laughs> I asked the woman to step aside for a moment. Can, can you just can you just turn like move a bit so I can see the rest of your hair? It's so beautiful. I wanna. She leans to the side. You find Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened yeah. to him. Uh, do I do I per chance see a passage behind her? Uh. There's a passage to her bedroom. Mm. Can I go in there? Uh, you'll need to roll some pretty slick diplomacy checks. <laughs> uh, not right now. <laughs> Got business to do. All right. So you go out, and you find Tornell and Asina and Kensu, uh, presumably standing around sort of in the middle of town just sort of staring at each other, thinking about teleporting places, actually doing it. They've, they've sort of gathered a crowd of people who are sort of staring at them, like squinting their eyes, trying to figure out what they're actually doing. Oh, oh, that's right. It wasn't in the pawn shop. It was in the building next to it, wasn't it? Yes, which nobody's explored. Okay, I'm good. I was just going to say I want to go explore that. Let's do it together. I, I, take his, Let's go. I take his hand and we skip. We frolic into the building. Merrily. Yeah. You... Find the uh, the front door is locked, but you find a little sign hanging from it that says "Fortune Teller Wanted." Oh, uh, inquire within. Doesn't one of us have some kind of skill? I should have gotten points in knowledge future. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to steal the Fortune Teller Wanted sign. Okay, you take it. Yay! I'd like to go to the pawn shop and sell it to that girl. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the pawn shop. And she says, why, hello, how are you? Oh, great. It's nice to see you again. Hi, it's it's lovely to see you as well. I, I'd like to sell this to you. It, it's a sign. Seems rare. Possibly magical. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at it, and she gives you a knowing grin, and she says, I know, just because I'm a pawn shop. Well, I'm not a pawn shop, but I run a pawn shop. Though I feel like a pawn shop sometimes. I can't just buy everything and anything, at least not for very much. I know that you want a lot more gold. But you know what a good way is to get some gold? I heard that somebody was looking for a lot of money up on the mountain, that there's a way to get rich quick there. I wonder where okay. she heard this information. Also, I appear to have found a photograph of you riding on someone's back. Oh, that's like my to... ex-husband. Would you like to purchase this from me? Oh, silence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she says, no thanks. I, I actually had forgotten I had that one. It's yours to keep if you want it. Okay. Uh, I have news of your ex-husband, if that's worth anything to you. Really? 
Did he yeah. finally die of that horrible, contagious rash that he had? I'm afraid I can't give out any information for free. <laughs> That's okay. I never really cared for him much. Well, I mean, I did. We loved each other, and we had a very long, happy life with small children. But then he decided to go off and join the Imperials, and, well, things just changed after that. He's dead. <laughs> you were supposed to charge her for that. Oh, I love your subtlety. <laughs> she says, well, that actually doesn't surprise me. I'm sure my ch- children would be sad. Okay. Well, see you later. Well, thank you for sharing that information. All right, so okay, are we going to find the fog lamp, or are we going to try to break into the palace? I'm going to go in that place we were looking for before I stole the sign. why we need this fog lamp so badly. Uh, to get in a boat that's not even going to take us to the place anyway. Can we just ride a dolphin there? Uh, eventually. <laughs> Knowledge genre. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, are we breaking into this other building? Or? Yeah. As you wander back outside, you start... I'm sorry, as you wander back out of the pawn shop and the rest of you start to come back together... Um, a black-bearded town guard in gold-painted armor comes running up to you. He's panting heavily, and he says, I don't care who you are, you've got swords. At this point, you notice large amounts of smoke billowing up from the palace. I beg you, please help us. We've oh. been attacked, and he gestures at the burning palace, by our own queen. No, not the queen. I say, I'm sorry, sir, we're busy looking for a MacGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> the front doors, you can see it from where you're standing. The front doors of the palace are blown off their hinges by a large fireball. And you see an elegant, sinister woman emerge from the smoke. Dressed in the finest fabrics, the color of the ocean, and with cascading hair to match, the Queen of Portoa strides across the bridge with an hey, ever-growing what? grin on her face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven or eight people have a queen. <laughs> <laughs> Who voted for her? Barely audibly. You can just barely hear it across the water. She says, Now is the time, my children. All around you, you hear the unmistakable vroom of teleportation magic. As the townsfolk begin to pour out of their homes to see what the commotion is all about, about a dozen figures appear in their midst, all of them barely human. They look like people, or rather, the impression of people. Backs hunched, dirt-covered arms outstretched, boots and clothing almost melted into their skin, barely any semblance of a neck to tell where the head ends and the shoulders begin, and faces whose identifying features have all but been sandblasted away. These monsters were perhaps human at some point, but the scent of rotting decay emanating from them would further suggest that their former lives are long gone. They linger for a moment... They linger for a moment after they appear, swinging their heads in a slow, broad sweep of the area, taking everything in, despite the fact that they don't even seem to have eyeballs. And then they burrow into the ground, almost as though descending in an elevator. (laughs) A pile of dirt, grass, and rocks is all that remains where they stood. Across the way, you hear a voice scream, I just felt something move under me! And then, the screams of panic begin. We call them graboids. You now have shouting, screaming, panicky town folk running around all over outside. And you've got the queen striding in a general direction, not paying attention to you quite yet, but striding in town toward the armor shop. And as she's walking around, she just flicks her wrist left and right, and these fireballs start launching out and lighting some of the buildings on fire. Dag, yo. Roll for initiative. Oh, I got a natural 20. 
Okay. Alright, so Zebu clearly goes first. Uh, what do I want to do? Uh, and, oh, hang on a second. So we had, who was next after Zebu? I think I got a 20. Okay. So, and then after that? It was Kensu. Mm-hmm. I had 14. Okay, good. And I had 13. Alright, um, Zebu, go ahead. So you have... Um, just to, to give you a picture of the scene here, so you're standing outside the pawn shop. Uh, actually, you're standing um, just at the edge of the bridge on the northeast part of town on that little island that has the pawn shop yeah. and the fortune teller building. And so you're looking across the way onto the whatever it was that we called the thing out front of the palace um, where the queen is slowly striding and flicking fireballs at places. Uh, not up towards you yet, but at the armor shop and at the inn and at the boat person's house. Oh. So she's uh, she's striding forward. All of the monsters that had just teleported into town have since burrowed, but you can see little bits of dirt look like they're being disturbed in some straight lines, like there's something burrowing underneath them. Diglets. <laughs> like, is the queen looking malicious or like... Uh, sinister is the word I used. Uh, can I roll a sense motive check? Yes, you may. Right. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, she looks like she wants to burn down the village, city, town, place. Uh, I'm over on this island. <laughs> uh, now, granted, the, the distance from where you're standing... Yeah to where the queen is right now is really about the same as the hallway, you know, the tunnel where you fought the rock monster. Okay. So it's it's not actually all that distant. Oh, so are you saying... We're in Portella. It's not exactly a sprawling metropolis. True. So she's like 50 feet away from you right now. Okay. So if I were to uh, charge up and use a level one sword of wind... You could probably hit her. Okay. Uh... Uh, oh, I only got a 15. Uh, 15. It flies, your, uh, you launch your wind shot at her, and it seems to clip her on the shoulder, but just dissipates. Oh, this again. (laughs) All right, and that that was your surprise round. Okay. uh, Because you got a natural 20, and that was, you know, super duper. Um, Or it counted as a surprise round, anyhow. Anyhow, um, so... Behind you, and so right now I'm I'm picturing that the four of you are sort of clustered in a circle. Um, would that be accurate as you were, you know, standing outside having this discussion? Sure, sure. Okay, so you're standing around in a circle. Um, we'll say we've got Zebu on the north, Tornell on the south, Asina on the east, and Kenso on the west. What's um, that? Yeah! And we have one of these monsters suddenly emerge from behind Tornell um, and just pops out of the ground there and takes a big swipe at him. Oh, that is not actually a hit, Tornell. It's very close. Um, but he, he swings and he misses at you. And it's Asina's turn. Okay, I'm going to aim at the uh, crazy lady, start at my sword of wind to... Level 1, and then attack. Like a 16? 16 is not a hit. Okay. 
I cursed my misfortune. <laughs> All right. Um, another monster pops up behind Tornell. And, ooh, that's a hit. Roll a fortitude save, Tornell. Okay. Nine. Okay, so as the monster swipes across you with its long fingernails, you take 15 damage from the slash, and you can feel your wound starting to burn, um, and you feel your blood starting to tingle a little bit. You have been poisoned, and you take two damage from the poison. And you feel almost, you can feel almost your whole body, like, flashing in pain. <laughs> and another monster pops up behind Asina and slashes at her. And that hits. Roll a fortitude save, please, Asina. Uh, Eleven. Eleven is not enough. You are also poisoned, and no. you take you take two damage. Uh. Okay. Uh, another, you see another monster pop out of the ground down along the way, and it uh, is flanking the queen now, sort of like dragging alongside of her, almost like a guard. Um, and Kensu, it's your turn to go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to charge up my sword, aim at a crazy lady. Uh, okay. I didn't write this down, but there's, 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 was there a slight, was there a change to the. Amount of damage the uh, um, the charge ups do, or is it like? Yeah, each each level of charge does more damage, and I had sent out a an amendment to fix a couple of things. Okay, I think it's one d eight plus four range. Is that sound right? Uh, it should be on your sheet. That was that's what it says for four. Um, that's what it said before, but I want to double check. That was still right. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hang the, on a second. I don't. Uh, the increases. If, if anybody been, else has it handy. Sorry. Uh, the increases were to the attack bonus, not to the actual damage, right? Uh, right. Although there was a, okay. a critical range on some of them that went up. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. The level three, I think, went from nineteen to twenty to eighteen to twenty. Right. Yeah. So. All right. Anyway, attack, attack, attack. That's a miss. All right. So Kensu misses. Tornell. Your turn. You have two monsters on your back, and you're poisoned. Okay. Does medical herb cure poisoning? Medical herb restores your hit points. Antidote cures poison. And actually, it's on your turn, so you take two more damage from the poison. Okay. I will charge up my sword. Okay. And uh, fight one of the nearest guys next to me. All right. Number one or number three? Because as I was numbering them, I completely forgot to put two, so we go from number one to number three. I'll do three. Okay. Roll to hit, please. I assume you're just standing there and doing a full attack, stabbing him twice. Yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen is a hit. And damage is twelve. Twelve. Okay. So that's actually takes a, a good chunk out of him. Uh, looks like his one arm is half disattached now. You've slashed it so hard. Yay. <laughs> Alright. And now across town, you see a monster burrow up outside of the armor shop and start lumbering towards the door. And you see another one uh, pop up out front of the inn, and you see your rotund innkeeper who's standing out there 
and is suddenly surprised as the thing comes towards him and starts slashing at him. Another one pops up out of the ground, and uh, you hear a scream from inside the pawn shop. And as you hear the scream from inside the pawn shop, a, um, a man comes running in from around the corner. You hadn't noticed him there before, but it looks like he's been moving this way um, for a while. And he's in a, uh, a complete gray outfit. He's got gray coveralls, um, gray hair. He looks very young, but it looks like his, his hair is, has aged prematurely. Um, very serious look on his face. And he runs and he barges through the door and you hear him saying, It is not proper etiquette to touch a lady like that. And he, you hear some big thud inside. Yikes. And... You continue to see more monsters popping up out of the ground. There's another one that pops out. You hear another scream on the other side towards the uh, the fisherman's hut. And you also see one pop out. Another one coming, flanking the innkeeper. And the queen takes a second and looks around and says, Yes, now you will know the meaning of terror. Back to Zebu. Oh, uh, can I yell at the queen? You may. I, I say, uh... Queen, why are you doing this? And she responds and she says, It is time that this town learned its place. It's become too complacent, and the Empire is not its friend, contrary to what it should think. Uh, we agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if we agree, does that mean that we don't have to fight? It means that I'll just kill you. Oh, that's no fun. Your logic is flawed. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, okay, if I want to switch my sword to that other sword that I have, yes. does that count as, like, a move action or something? Or uh, You can draw a weapon as part of a move action and drop the sword you're currently carrying while you're doing that. Otherwise, it uh, rules. I think um, it would be a move action to put away your weapon and then a move action to draw it. I'm trying to decide if I should just attack twice with my Sword of Wind or if I should switch to my other sword, which does more damage, basically. Totally up to you. Oh. Uh, I think I will... Well, like basically, would I be able to make one attack if I switch swords? Or would that cause uh, my full if, round? If you dropped the Sword of Wind on the ground and drew the weapon, then you could attack once with the new weapon. Mm. Uh, but you would also need to be standing close enough to one of the monsters to hit them, which you could... Well, you could draw You could draw the sword as part of your move action. So you would drop the Sword of Wind, you would draw the guard sword as part of your move action toward whichever one of the monsters you wanted to hit, and then you'd do your standard action to attack them. I think I'm just going to uh, run up to one and hit it. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I guess I was assuming that I was close enough to the one that's attacking Tornell to hit it, but I guess not. Uh, you are not close enough. Again, you're in a circle, and Tornell's opposite you. Oh, oh, okay. And they're all standing behind him. Okay. Uh, hmm. Do I want to save Tornell or go see what's going on in the pawn shop? Uh. Pull the group. Group, what are you thinking? Pawn shop. Pawn shop. Pawn shop. Pawn shop. Okay, I'm going to go into the pawn shop and see what's going on with that, uh, okay. fine-haired lady. <laughs> so you uh, you move around carefully so as not to provoke an attack of opportunity past the one monster that's hiding behind Asina. Uh, you move into the pawn shop, and you see the gray-haired guy doing some very 
interesting martial arts moves to like twist the neck of this monster and chop him in the side, sweep out his legs, that kind of thing. Wow. And uh, meanwhile, you see the uh, pawn shop proprietor standing against the wall. Her cheek is all bloody and she's bleeding. Um, but he's coming in and basically doing a number on this monster. And he says, this is a proper headlock! And squeezes. Wow. All right, so you've done one move action. You can uh, attack the monster that he's working on, or you can move again, or use an item, or magic even. Uh, hey, dude, do you, do you got this in here? I mean, it looks like you got a handle on things. Ah, very polite of you to ask. Yes, I have everything under control. Thank you. Hey, uh, hey well, I'm just going to head back on out then. I think I'm going to switch my weapon as my other move action. Okay, <laughs> so you do that. You have switched weapons. Um, the first monster is back to attacking Tornell and completely misses, but swings again, and that one hits. So Tornell, as he's... This time he's digging his claws into your back, or at least the little tiny bit that he can uh, find that isn't completely armor-protected somewhere around there, and does nine damage to you. Man, what a jerk. And it's back to Asina. I cast Recover on myself, which apparently cures poison. It does. However, you are in melee with uh, a thing and need to roll a concentration check not to lose the spell or take a five-foot step backwards into the middle of the circle to cast it. Uh, five-foot step, then. Okay, so you're now in the middle of the circle and you are healed of poison. But first, you take two more damage before you can heal the poison. So you are, you are properly healed. Um, the other monster behind Tornell swipes at him and hits him. Tornell, why is your armor class that low? I thought you were wearing the armor guard suit. Because the soldier suit should be plus 9 to your armor class. And right yeah, now, if you got an ACS 16, that just doesn't work. That was my base. Wait, let me see what my soldier... Oh, but plus 9 for my soldier suit. Yeah, so redo the math on that whole line. It's 10 plus all the other numbers that are in the boxes. 22. 22, that sounds like a better number. Uh, like he, does better. Not, he does not hit you at all. Um, and then another one goes. The uh, one that's attacking Asina steps forward and has at. And that's two hits. First one deals 12 damage. And the second one deals nine damage, both to Asina. And roll another fortitude save. Fifteen. Fifteen is mm -hmm. not enough. You suddenly feel yourself partially paralyzed. You, it's, it's not a full paralysis, but you feel that magical connection between you and your sword start to get severed. So you cannot charge up your sword right now. You can do all the other moving and attacking, but you're unable to charge up your sword while you are paralyzed, according to Crystallis' rules. Hmm. You hear some other uh, monsters making a ruckus down and uh, starting to actually slash at the buildings that aren't already on fire, trying to knock down the doors. And it's back to Kenstu. Uh... I'm going to take the chance to, since I don't think it'd be under attack, uh, charge up two times with my sword. Okay, you charge up your sword twice. Zoop, zoop. So, saving that for next time. 
Tornell, you take two more damage from the poison, and it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to switch to my guard sword. Okay. Um, you are in melee combat right now, so that's going to provoke an attack of opportunity from the tumors. So they will be attacking you. Okay. Uh, one of them misses. One of them gets possible critical. And uh, is not good enough to actually critical. But you still get slash, and you still take 13 damage. Okay, so you have drawn your guard sword. Okay. And no, are you, I will. Are you dropping your sword of fire, or are you taking a move action to put it away? Oh, it's a move action. Put it away too, isn't it? Um, can I hold them both? Uh, you can, but it won't be very effective. You'll take penalties. Because mm. it'll basically be like dual wield. Well, can you throw one into the air and attack? And <laughs> catch it. You know what? I, you can hold it in the other hand, but you'll take penalties if you try and attack with the both of them. Okay, I'll just hold it in the other hand, but I'll only attack with a guard sword. Okay. So, wait a second. Do you have a shield? Oh. I don't think so. Do you have a shield bonus? Let me see. Yes, you have a shield. Stupid shield. You uh, have a turtle shell carapace shield. So you cannot actually hold both. Uh, okay. So you either drop sword of fire on the ground or take your hold turn section. Um, well, actually, I'll, I'll drop it on the ground. Okay, you drop the sword of fire on the ground. It weeps tears of flame as it goes from your hand. And do you want to attack with your shiny other sword? Heck yeah. Okay, roll the hit. That is 29. 29 is a hit. Roll for damage. And are you hitting one or three? Three is the already damaged one. Three. Okay. That's a 22. Dead! <laughs> Describe its death, please. He turns into a bowl of spaghetti. That is not appropriate. Try again. Ah, uh, He just explodes into uh, ribbons of organs. <laughs> just ribbonous organs. Okay. He's done. That, that looked like spaghetti. <laughs> Getting there. Okay. <laughs> so Tornel, Tornel is done. Um, you see the one monster starting to slash at the entrance to the armor shop, and he takes down the door, and you hear <laughs> from inside the armor shop. And you also see the, uh, the two that are attacking the one innkeeper uh, who is so fond of you. And gave you a free room. And they slash him and he falls over. Oh, no. And you hear a, uh, a nice whop, crack, pow, from inside the pawn shop. <laughs> and you hear, oh, my hero. <laughs> a couple more monsters are uh, wreaking havoc. Uh, got another one of them out there. And you see another monster that's starting to pop up um, at the palace and march inside the palace. And it's now the queen's turn to go. Mm. The queen turns her attention to you <clears throat> and launches a, uh, a web, just flicks her wrist, and this big spider web starts to grow and twist as it heads towards Kensu. And actually, Kensu... Roll a reflex save, please. Uh, 23. 23 is a successful reflex save. Uh, as the web flies past you, you almost feel like 
your magic gets attracted to it and almost drains out of you. So whatever it was, you're glad you dodged it. (laughs) And let's see. uh, She also launches out a couple of fireballs um, at some of the townsfolk around her. Uh, There are now four townsfolk on fire. (laughs) Actually, three townsfolk on fire. One of them is just doubly on fire because she got hit twice. And there's lots of screaming and panicking. You can see a couple of guards trying to mobilize and and run out, but they're just so disorganized and don't actually know how to fight something like this. And it's back to Zebu. (laughs) Uh, Can I make it all the way over to the innkeeper, or is that too far? The innkeeper? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, like to hit a monster that is hitting the innkeeper. If um, I'll let you fudge it a little bit. If you charge, you can get, you can sort of like clip your shoulder on the corner of a building and hit one of the monsters with a melee attack. Okay, I will do that. Okay. And I rolled a seventeen for my attack. Uh, seventeen. Uh, it's plus two because you're charging. Oh, okay. So, so I get. 19? Yes, and that's a hit. So, stab the thing. I got a whole five points. Five damage. Not too shabby. Not too fabulous. Not too shabby. All right, the first monster goes to smack Tornell again. Both of them hit. From the first slash, you take 14 damage. From the second one, you take eight damage. And how are you looking on hit points, Tornell? I imagine you're still pretty up there. Yeah, 248. Yeah, not so bad. <laughs> Astina, go ahead. I cast recover again. Okay. Since it also cures paralysis. Yes. So you are now totally back to normal. Awesome. And uh, do I have any actions left? Uh, no. Well, you can move if you want. Uh, but you are still in melee with monster number four, so you would need to provoke an attack of opportunity if you moved. Unless you wanted can to tumble I, up. Can I start charging my sword for an next turn, or does that require more? Uh, that is a move action, so you can do that. Okay, so I'll one charge for my sword. Okay. And you got another monster um, that, that lurches out of the ground and grips its hand around Kensu's leg. And digs its claws deep in. Ooh! Dealing 17 damage. And roll a fortitude save against her. Okay, you're good. You feel the wounds start to burn a little bit, but you managed to push it out of head. Okay, so we have a couple more monsters roaming around doing evil things, knocking down townsfolks. Um, and Asina, you are assaulted by this horrible monster that hits you for... 12 damage, and you don't need to roll a fortitude save this time. But he attacks you again. Possible critical. Not not a critical, but still hits you for 10 damage. Okay. All right. More of the monsters are milling around. You hear the scream of a townsperson down by the armor shop, um, and you see some... You hear this distant thump, and you see an arm sprawl out from behind the armor shop. And Ken's to it's your turn. Alright, I will charge up one little bit and then I will unleash my thing of thunder. Your thing of thunder. 
Yeah, that didn't come out as well as I hope. Okay. That's just a roll to hit for that. Since it's, you, know, uh, you can roll individually, or you can roll once and have it apply to everything. Oh, I've been rolling pretty well. Let's roll once. Alright, so... 21. 21 is very good. You unleash this cataclysm of thunder and lightning, just forms out of nowhere overhead, and starts branching out to all ten of these deformed monsters around that you can see around town, as well as the queen. Um, and it's even... The, the thunder and lightning are even reaching through buildings, um, just going solidly through the walls of the buildings into the monsters that have gone inside. Roll for damage, please. So you rolled once to hit, once for damage. Yes. It's 48. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 25 damage. 25 damage to everything. You see a series of monsters get seriously fried. Uh, the one that just downed the, um, the one that just downed the innkeeper who's standing next to Zebu that he poked, uh, just goes down. And you may describe that one's death. Oh, let's say, you know, thunder coming down from the, uh, well, or thunder, I mean, it's just sound. But I guess it's electricity. You know, as a lightning strike comes down from the sky, uh, this thing is throwing back to attack Zebu. Lightning basically strikes it right in its stupid, one of its orifices. I assume it's got some kind of mouth or something. Yeah. Yeah, let's say it's re- it's rearing back the screen. Lightning strikes it right in its stupid worm mouth, and just I impale it with electricity. Dead. Okay. Um, Tornell. I will just is so the guy near me he's still alive, so yes. I will kill him. I will uh, fight him with my sword. Okay. Got a twenty-six to attack. Twenty-six is a hit. And 19 damage. 19 damage. Excellent. You may describe its death. He explodes into glittery blood. Mmm, glittery blood. And you take two more damage from the poison. I had to rain on your parade just a little bit. Oh. Uh, you have another monster that's down by the armor shop, and you can hear just barely the sounds of combat. Uh, Kensu, when you were in the armor shop buying your platinum shield, mm-hmm. uh, you found this middle-aged man covered in grime who uh, was hammering away at metal, and it looked like he was wearing all of the scraps of armor that didn't make the cut for his saleable merchandise, cobbled together in a patchwork suit. And so it looks like he's fairly well-equipped to handle some monsters on his own. Okay. Okay. You, you hear, um, actually, you see just out of the corner of your eye another monster popping out of the ground, knocking down the door to the fisherman's hut, to the boatman's hut, and going inside, and you hear some more shouting and scuffling. Uh, and then Zebu, the one that was on the other side of the innkeeper who is in a bloody heap on the ground, comes over to attack you uh. and hits. And roll a fortitude save as he deals to you 12 damage. Uh, 13. Not sufficient. So you take 12 damage from the slash, and you feel your wounds start to burn as you poisoned and take two damage immediately from the poison. Okay. The gray-haired man steps out from the pawn shop, and he shouts, 
Does, is anyone here a healer? Does anyone here have an antidote, anything? This woman has been poisoned. She's not going to survive very long. I can do it. Excellent. On your turn, please... <laughs> he doesn't say on your turn. But he says, please, post-haste, come in here, I beg you. Okay. And now it's your turn. Uh, no, it's uh, not your turn. It's the other monster's turns. Um, another one of the villagers who's on fire <laughs> gets uh, slashed by one of the monsters and goes down. And you hear some more screaming and some more shouting. And uh, you actually hear a, a shout of victory as one of the monsters goes down somewhere around the village, town, city, place. And the queen now turns her full attention towards you all and launches a full blast four consecutive fireballs straight at Tornell. <laughs> he can handle it. He's a fire guy. One would think that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, actually only one of those hits. The rest of them fly past, and these, as these fireballs fly past you, the one uh, lands into you for a measly eight, excuse me, eight damage, Tornell. But as the rest of them fly past you, you notice them collide into buildings, and they start to bounce off the buildings. And on the rebound, they fly back towards Kensu and Asina. Uh, neither of which... Actually, the the one hits Kensu for eight damage. Oh, no. Go ahead, Zebu. No. Uh, oh, so I'm standing in front of... Uh... The one monster, right? Yes. So I, I could just attack. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use two attacks on it. Okay. Uh, the first one... Oh, what is the critical range on this sword? Uh, it should be listed. Uh, oh, oh, your regular sword? 19 to 20. Oh, well, no, uh, for the... I have the other sword. On. The guard sword. 19 to 20. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, I got an 18. But then uh, that makes my attack 27. Okay, that's a hit. And, and what about your other attack? Uh, 22. 22. Also a hit. Yeah. So, uh, and then I got 11 and 13. Overkill. Describe its death. Uh, I slice it straight through top to bottom, and it stays together for a moment before splitting apart. Wonderful. Dead. Asina, go ahead. I'm going, I already have my sword charged up to level one, so I'm going to launch an attack at her and then make a bolt for the, uh, the pawn shot. Okay. So, go ahead. Uh, the, the, the... 15. What's that? 15. Oh, 15, uh, 15 does not seem to be... It, it, for whatever reason, she seems to be agile enough to dodge some shots, but it looks almost like she's intentionally moving a little more leisurely, and she does not seem to even try to dodge out of the way and lets your shot hit her shoulder, and it just seems to <laughs> scatter and absorb. All right, well, I'll make a break, break for the pawn shop. Okay, you're in the pawn shop, and you see the woman who's now slumped in a corner. She's holding her cheek uh, as it's bleeding, and she looks up and she says, Oh, thank goodness. More of the monsters are making a mess around town. Uh, another one of the villagers on fire goes down, and you now hear some shouting and a, from the direction of the uh, man with the boat in his house. It's... Uh, let's see, back to Kensu. Who else still left out here with me? So we've got a, um, we've got one monster, and you've, fr- you've fried pretty heavily most of the monsters out here. You've got one monster behind Tornell. Uh, you've got the Queen 
and the one monster that's standing there sort of guarding her, um, you've got one of them roaming around town, uh, hacking up the townsfolk. You've got another one that uh, is in the fisherman's hut. You've got another one that's in the armor shop. You've got one that's wandering around beating up townspeople near Zebu. Uh, how close are the monsters to me? Uh, the closest monster to you is the one that's like five, six feet away, uh, or actually like ten feet away behind Tornell. Um, but if you were looking at doing a level one charge-up shot, you could hit um, the one monster that's beating up townsfolk and the queen and the monster guarding the queen. We'll do two char- well, no, we'll just do two charges. Okay. So you charge up twice. Tornell, you take two damage from the poison. Go ahead. I'll fight the guy behind me. Okay. That Roll to hit. Is 26 to hit. 26 to hit is a hit, yes. Roll for damage. And 19 damage. <clears throat> Very dead. Roll. Uh, describe his death, too. I slice him across the neck. His body hits the ground. I grab him by the hair, shove my hand up his neck hole, and put on a puppet show for myself for the rest of my turn. I just never know where the line is with you people. <laughs> um, more monster mayhem. You uh, see a monster head go flying backwards, dismembered out of the armor shop. That one's out of the picture. And the last of the burning villagers goes down. So you now have a couple of uh, seemingly dead and crispy villagers all around. Uh, or townsfolk, or city folk, or people in place. And the um, the gray-haired man is seeing that Asina is now rushing in, is now in the pawn shop taking care of things. So he starts to stride forward, and he says, come on now, we need to organize this. We have people dying all over town, and you're standing around here in a circle. Please, come with me. We have a rescue effort that we need to mount. There are people who are actually on fire that we need to put them out or shout at them to jump in the lake. We have buildings that are being attacked, that are being knocked down. We have this queen who has gone insane who is burning down our fair city place village town we need to mobilize we can't just stand around here in a circle and he begins charging off around towards the queen oh she was on our team got stuck with these losers (laughs) um we have one monster who's uh now roaming around in search of fresh blood and the queen once again from across the water starts uh actually she launches Another web, um, this time at Asina. Roll a reflex save, Asina. <clears throat> and actually, it's you're all standing in a clump there, so the web is just big enough. So Kensu and Asina and Tornell, please roll a reflex save. Yeah, but I'm not there anymore. Oh, you're not. I'm sorry. I just forgot to move you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kensu and Tornell, roll a reflex save, please. Oh, your DM is dumb. 19. 19. Um... You just barely dodge out of the way. Tornell, reflex save, please. 17. Not quite good enough. You now, your entire upper body is just covered in this sticky web that you can feel draining your magic points out of your body. You lose two magic points instantly. Ouch. And it's now the time for Zebu to save the day. Uh, I lose two HP for being poisoned, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, and then... If I run, can I make it to the boathouse? 
Uh, yes, you can make it to the boathouse. Like in order to attack the thing that's there? Um, it's now inside the house, so you can't actually make it into attack position. Mm. But you can um, move so that you're behind it and at least distracting it. Okay. Okay, so you move, you just sprint um, across town. And you see the uh, man in the armor shop who's sort of like brushing himself off as there's this headless monster on the ground in front of him. And he just gives you a cheerful wave as you sprint by. (laughs) And you reach the boathouse, and you see the door is knocked down. And there's a young woman who you presume to be the boatkeeper's daughter who's on her knees crying over her father's body who has been horribly maimed by the monster and is on the ground. Asina. Um, recover on the woman. Okay. Uh, you cast recover on the woman. That's double the MP cost, but uh, she instantly feels better. And she says, oh, my goodness, thank you. Thank you. How can I ever thank you? We'll worry about that later. Please hide yourself somewhere big. Very good. So she, she runs off into the bedroom and does not need to roll diplomacy checks to get herself there. <laughs> and it's a couple more monsters causing mayhem, like the one that turns around to hit Zebu. Uh. So the last one turns around, smacks at Zebu. That is 11 damage. Uh. And we have some more monsters roaming around, destroying everything. Kensu, go ahead. You're at a level 2 right. charge. Charge, and then... Wow! Uh, at what? <laughs> Well, level three. He's at level three, so he hits whatever. Oh, level three, Kaplow. Right, right, right. Okay. Don't forget to be so removing MP for that. You're targeting oh. three of the monsters and the queen, as well as the one who's uh, fighting Zebu right now. Uh, roll to hit, please. Ooh, eighteen is possible crit, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, blah blah. Twenty. Did you roll a twenty? Oh no, you uh, got it. Yes, that is a critical with your level three sort of exploding thunder and lightning. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, that's 88 plus eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excessive overkill. You may describe the death of every one of the monsters in the town. 57 damage to Earth. <laughs> uh, yeah, you may describe the explosively excessive death of every monster in the town. Uh, so I transform into a giant uh, avatar of lightning and thunder, <laughs> and uh, with one great bellow, I uh, speak the word that will end the world someday, <laughs> and it's just a mini version of the word that will end the world, world. Uh, and I blow them all to smithereens. They all explode and are blown to smithereens, and standing there is the queen, and she just seems to soak up and absorb all of that lightning. And as she's absorbing that power, you can see... (laughs) As she's absorbing that power, uh, you can see her disguise start to burn away. And standing beneath is not actually the queen, but it is one of your formerly trusted friends. Sebera, the sorceress. Uh, Ooh, lame, Sebera. Next time on the Game Cola D&D cast, Asina is pretty much the only reason the heroes don't get kicked out of town. 
bastard. What's left of town, anyhow? Be there!